I'm talking with Debbie Kenny. Debbie, can you tell me what your presentation title was and what it was about? My presentation title was Modular Writing and Reusability. And it was about how to write content in a chunked, modular way where it's going to be able to go from one place to another place, work for one set of users or audience or another set of another audience, another set of users, um, and work wherever it is that it ends up. So if people want to start chunking their content so that it's modular, what kinds of things um, should they start doing? What are, some, what are the starting points for beginning to do modular writing? Well, the first thing they need to do is look at um, the types of information that they're communicating to people and what the purpose of each piece of information is for the user. They need to divide their content up by whether it's procedure information, process, fact, structure, concept, or principles. Um, they need to apply research-based principles to how to make that information more modular, more usable, um, including applying chunking, relevance, consistency, labeling, um, integrating graphics appropriately, uh, types of things like that. And one of the things that's really challenging for users when they come to working with modularity and reusability is what size should they chunk stuff at. Um, so they need some consistent standards and structures for chunking at the very small unit level and also at the topic level or what we call the at information map and the information map level, um, which is a little bit more cohesive and has a bit more chunks together that can be reused in that way. You mentioned first dividing all of this content into these seven types. Um, why do you want to divide it into these seven types? And, and can you talk briefly about um, like how these types were, were uh, who came up with the types? How, did they were, how were they discovered? Well, the information types were developed by our founder at Information Mapping, Robert Horn. He was a researcher at Harvard and Columbia Universities in the 1960s. And he was interested in how we could write information more effectively to make it more usable uh, so people could learn it easier, understand it better. Um, and part of the research that he did was looking at, based on the purpose for the user, how many kinds of information are there out there? And what he wanted to do was to create a periodic table of the elements for information. He started to break all that information down, cut it. He, he's got textbooks and documents and business documents and then started cutting them up into little pieces and organizing and sorting them based on, well, this piece is for this purpose or that piece is for the other purpose. And when he was done, he ended up with these categories of content. And he found that um, 80 to 90% of most business content could be really well put into one of these chunks of information. And over the years, what he found and we found and research has found that it really, really makes a difference if your procedures are separate and you're not mixing them up with policies or you don't have people confused with sort of the bigger picture thing, which is a process and how things work rather than what you have to do to achieve something. That's a, a big first step to making your information modular and reusable. Well, what happens if your information it is several categories or something, then do you just chunk that even smaller, or what happens when it doesn't fit into category? Well, most of the time it will fit, if you really understand what the categories are. And there are some things that are a little bit weird um, or different, such as um, training exercises or something like that that are sort of a category on their own. Most of the things do fit. So if you feel like you've got more than one thing, what you need to do is apply that chunking principle more tightly and say, well, how can I chunk this down? And which is the piece that is just the procedure? Or which is the piece that's in here that really is the policy, the rule, the guideline, the warning, and break those out?
Now, you also showed a, a tool that you used to to manage all these chunks of information. What tool was that? And it seemed like it was working with Word. So. Um, well, what I was showing was a tool called Content Mapper, which is information mapping's um, Word-based um, XML content editor. So you can create content in Microsoft Word using predefined toolbars and buttons that help you apply um, consistent standards and chunks to your information. And it will save that content into a repository. You can tag the content in Word using XML tags, but without ever having to see the XML or know any XML for the audience, for the information type, for the purpose, or whatever you need to tag it for. And then you can search for it. Save it in a repository, search for it out of the repository, connect it to your content management system if you have one if you need to. Um, and it really makes it possible to reuse that content, pull things out um, where you need them. So this content mapper tool, where does one find it? Or is there a trial version that people can experiment with? Well, we do have a trial version of our brand new Dita version, um, which we've just come out with, which you can go to our website, www.infomap.com. Um, and you can click and get download a 30-day free trial. Um, or you can go to that same site and get information about the standard version that would be just the XML version as well. Now, you mentioned, okay, that this new version has a DITA uh, map to it. So how does this work with Word? I mean, are you, do you have to author things in DITA in Word, or how does the DITA part come in? Well, with the DITA part, what we've done is we've created templates uh, for DITA topics, DITA concept topics, um, reference topics, task topics. And we've taken, within Word and within the templates that we have, um, the ability to create the content in the way that it needs to be created for DITA. So press a button and you can add um, steps or step info or whatever the DITA thing is that you need. Um, but you don't have to look at that or know what the codes are. You just have to follow the structure in the template um, and add information where it allows you to add it um, and export it to DITA. Wow. So is this a new tool, this content mapper, or is, is this something that has been around for a while? Well, Information Mapping's offered a tool called Formatting Solutions for many, many, many years, um, which is a word-based tool that lets you structure your content um, and export to XML. Content Mapper came along um, about two to three years ago, and it's still sort of in its infancy um, as a, the next step up from that, where you can do the tagging, do the XML more sophisticated, um, connect to the content management systems, do a lot more searching. And DITA is the brand new, latest version um, of that tool, which we're just rolling out now. All right, Debbie, do you have any final thoughts? Um, just at, at my session, there were um, about 200 people there, and I was so impressed by how interested people are in this topic, how ready they are to move to real use, reusability and real um, modularity in their writing. And um, at the show, there's so many great tools out there that are affordable now that people can start using for smaller work groups as well as for big organizations. And I think um, it's the time where this is really going to start happening for people. All right. Thank you.